your Locked On The Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Locked On Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. As always, if you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, and the Odyssey app. Doing so does not cost you a single penny and ensures you never miss another episode. On tonight's show, I thought I would talk about the upcoming Jets season. I've talked in brief and and certainly in broad strokes, but we have the schedule. It's been out for a little bit, and I thought it might be worthwhile to dive into some of the early few months even and and take a look at how the Jets might fare against some of their pretty difficult competition now that everything is sort of back to what I would call quote-end-quote normal and get a better sense of where the Jets might stand towards the trade deadline. Now bear in mind all of this will be hypothetical, and we're talking about a team that, frankly, we haven't even seen yet. Uh, This is a squad that is going to have a lot of changes. I I certainly know that the defense is nothing like it was last year. So yeah, it's going to be a bit of a chaotic situation, and I think we're going to see a very different team than we're used to from the past couple of years. But before we dive into that discussion, I did want to tell you about one of our great ongoing Locked On NHL Network series. If you've tuned into my past couple of episodes, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is the Locked On NHL Network's Top 50 NHL Players. If you want to know who the Top 50 players are as voted on by the Locked On Network, be sure to go to Locked On NHL on YouTube and check out our podcast hosted by Joe DiBiase, Mike DiStefano, and Rachel Donner. They reveal our Locked On Top 50 NHL Players list as voted on by us, which you can find by subscribing to Locked On NHL on YouTube, and be sure to turn your notifications on so you never miss another show. Over the past couple of weeks, I have given my thoughts on the currently released rankings. We are now awaiting September 10th, which will be the final 10 picks, after which I'll give my thoughts on the picks, how I feel like the overall rankings went, and what I was a little bit surprised by and maybe disappointed by. But enough about all those other dumb hockey teams, let's talk about the Jets. We will actually get a chance to see Winnipeg in some preseason action towards the end of this month. They will open up a couple of games against Ottawa and uh, Edmonton, which is going to be a little bit of an interesting test. Usually preseason games tend to be heavy on a lot of newcomers and certainly guys who are either PTO kind of players, maybe some fringe uh, minor league guys that they've brought on to get a quick look at, a couple of prospects. All the usual rookie stuff, you know exactly how this pans out, but I think what's very interesting for the Jets here is that we're going to get a look at most likely a brand new look defense. Now, there are going to be some guys probably from the Moose and maybe some tryouts that are going to filter into the blue line lineup, but I would also expect Maurice wants to see how guys like Brendan Dillon and Nate Schmidt might factor in early on into this lineup. Obviously, these guys are going to eat up a ton of minutes. That is uh, very much the expectation going forward. But I think the biggest question is, how are they going to help the Jets in transition? You know, Winnipeg's transition game over the past couple of seasons kind of took a bit of a dump, right? I mean, we're used to the Jets sort of dumping and chasing, but not really being good at that. And when they have to have, like, controlled zone exits and stuff, the Jets aren't really capable of that either. So you're kind of stuck in this crappy middle ground where the Jets aren't really good at anything in particular, but... They still try to to shut down chances from specific shooting areas. They like to keep things on the perimeter. They mostly hope that uh, the opponent takes a lot of point shots and stuff. Winnipeg's team defense in certain areas is okay at limiting chances. 
of a specific kind, but we also know that they tend to concede a lot of other chances, and when they make mistakes, they always get punished for it. So this team that we're going to see in preseason, I'm very interested to see how Maurice wants to kind of sample some of his young players and some of the veterans. I know that Cole Perfetti will be competing for a, a roster spot somewhere. I don't think he'll actually make the Jets this year. Um, if he does actually play, it'd probably be in a really limited capacity, which I understand. I, I still kind of feel like he does deserve a shot at maybe proving that he could make an NHL impact. I think with where this team is and the fact that the Jets have kind of expressed a desire to go all in, I would actually think Perfetti needs to be given a real long look. We know that the Jets haven't really spent a lot of assets, but you know, bringing in some of the defenders, that's fine. If you're looking for like a really big trade deadline rental, though, maybe looking internally instead might be the best option. And getting Perfetti some NHL reps wouldn't be the worst either. Mostly, I just want to see where he is, developmentally speaking, because, you know, at the AHL level, he's very quickly figuring it out, and if he's adapting this quickly to the pro level of hockey, maybe he's a lot more pro-ready for the NHL than we thought. The sentence won't be much of an issue, I don't think. Um, you know, this is an early preseason game, we're not expecting much, but they often play a really aggravating style for the Jets, a lot of uh, gritty forechecking and really fast speed, so I think these kinds of counters and stuff tend to stretch the Jets very... Uh, very much uncomfortably in the way that the Jets try to shut that down and frequently fail at it. I mean, we've seen, you know, guys like Nick Paul and Brady Tuchuk and a few other players really hurt the Jets on stuff that most other teams aren't really going to struggle with. But Ottawa, you know, they're very uh, fast. They're very relentless. What they may lack in high-end elite skill, they try to make up for with a lot of grit and determination and certainly a very aggressive forecheck. Sometimes that kind of works against them, but, you know, for the most part, they are trying to get that opening goal because they know that they're going to leak a lot. So, I would expect the uh, the Sens to be a little bit of an interesting opening preseason game. We haven't seen a lot of this new team so far, and I don't know exactly what the Sens' long-term plan is, but they've got a pretty decent farm system. And then the next game will be the Oilers, which should be interesting. I think Edmonton is probably going to have a much stronger lineup, relatively speaking, but this isn't a team that really concerns me either. Once you kind of factor out McDavid, the, the Oilers tend to be a little bit, I don't know, toothless, I would say. Still capable of creating lots of dangerous chances, but I don't know. Edmonton seems to have struggled against the Jets when it comes to the postseason, even though the regular season dominance and even the playoff on ice uh, numbers were pretty much tilting all Edmonton the whole series. So I, I am expecting them to look for a measure of revenge. This will be kind of a fun second preseason game. We're going to see a really fast Oilers team that's made a lot of upgrades at forward and a lot of downgrades at the defense. They might be a lot faster and more offensively inclined, but they're also going to concede way more. So this might be a very high-scoring affair. I'd love to see Perfetti and some of the young kids get some shots in. Maybe Veselainen can finally crack this lineup and earn a spot with a nice hat trick or something. You know, I like to set my expectations low. <laughs> um, the final preseason game is going to be against uh, Calgary, another Albertan team. This one is going to be funny because I feel like Calgary is one of those teams where the Jets don't really seem to have trouble with it on paper, but for some reason the Flames just play this really annoying, physically aggressive style that for some reason just stifles the Jets. It'll be their last tune-up before they start into a, uh, a very quiet, I would say, October. They're not going to have a lot of games. The season starts towards the end of October, and they will open with the Anaheim Ducks, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. Before then, though, I thought you should hear about why BetOnline.ag should be the only place to do your online betting. When it comes to the wild, wild west of online betting, you need to know that there's a safe, reliable name that you can trust every single time. That's why you should put your trust in BetOnline.ag. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action coming up. 
Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at BetOnline. Go to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. For brand new customers using promo code NFL100, they can take advantage of their opening day super promo where you can make a bet on Thursday, September 9th, the season opener between the Super Bowl champ Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. Even if you lose, you'll be refunded up to $25 on your wager. What's not to love? From football, basketball, boxing, and more, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. And as always, don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your 100% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV all together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract whatsoever. So get rid of that clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Go to DirecTV.com for more information. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. We are now taking a look at the start of this upcoming season. We've talked a little bit about some of the first preseason games, but now it's time to focus in on the actual regular season and where the first couple of months might leave the Jets. Winnipeg is honestly not going to have a super easy start to the season. I don't think that there are any games that are really impossible to win kinds of matches, but it's going to be a tough test, right? Their opening game, though, will be on the softer side against the Anaheim Ducks, They start in the middle of October, uh, October 13th to be precise. And the Ducks at this stage are a pretty rough team. This isn't exactly a squad that I would expect to give uh, a team like the Jets a ton of trouble. I think the Ducks are definitely in the stages of rebuilding and there's a lot going on with them that should give the Jets a decided advantage. Certainly Winnipeg has Hellebuck, they're going to have an overhaul defense. I would expect the Jets forwards to make pretty decent work of what's going to be a rougher decor. So this game should be a nice win. It is his first game on the road, so maybe that could be a bit of an issue for the Jets, but I don't think so. I think Winnipeg will win this one by at least a decent margin and give us an early look at Winnipeg's new-look defense. And then Winnipeg will continue its early road trip through the Pacific by visiting the San Jose Sharks. The Sharks are basically in the same boat of having a really rough team. I think that the past couple of seasons have shown that they are definitely keeping an eye more towards rebuilding. It's going to be a tough going until they can start to shed some of their long-term salary. Until then, though, this team is just going to have to ride the waves, uh, pun intended, and go with what they've got. I think that they have a team that could at least make some noise in the Pacific because the rest of the division is pretty rough. Unless they can get some really stellar goaltending, though, it's going to be tough to get anywhere near a playoff spot. The only reason they might make noise is because the rest of the Pacific probably isn't going to be super strong, so there is room to move up. I just don't think the Sharks are really going to be in a position to make the playoffs, and I don't know that that's really their objective either. Quietly, I'm sure they're looking at uh, the future of the team, and if Tomas Hurdle wants out, then it really is time for a rebuild because Hurdle's one of the last big pieces that they consider part of their core. Even with Hurdle and, you know, Eric Carlson, Brent Burns, all these other guys, this team is still in rough straits, so I think there's another win here for the Jets. I think the Sharks might be a a tougher test than the Ducks are, but not by much. I think it's going to be a relatively comfortable game for Winnipeg. Another chance to kind of get a couple of softer early points 
at least the start of the season, even though it is going to be on the road, isn't going to be like two back-to-back extremely difficult opponents because the third opponent is actually going to be on the tougher side. And this is going to be the Minnesota Wild. This one, I would actually suspect the Jets are going to lose. Minnesota is a very tough customer. We've seen them be defensively pretty sound. This is not a team that affords many opportunities to its opponents. And even though there was a bit of a downturn in form as the season wore on, this team was still, again, one of the bigger surprises of last year. They've gone through a bit of a makeover, though. No Suter, no Parise. Um, and, of course, Kadil Kaprizov sounds like he's going to be spending at least a year in Russia if he does not extend. I have heard rumors that he will actually sign a new deal, so we'll see if that kind of pans out. Either way, this team seems to be in a state of slight change. I don't think that Suter or Parise really changes the composition of the team tremendously, although it does give them uh, room to make some moves and stuff. But overall, I think Minnesota is, even without any changes to the roster, just a difficult team to play. And now they have Cam Talbot in that, who last year was just amazing at times. So yeah, I, I think this is going to be their first loss of the season, and it's going to be on the road. And then the Jets will then come back home uh, towards the end of the month. They'll welcome the Ducks in, which should be, hopefully for the Jets, another victory against Anaheim. That'd be great. You know, if you start off taking, I would say, like six out of your first eight points or so, I think that's a pretty happy situation. Even five out of eight, considering everything that's happened. You know, this is a bit of a chaotic start to the season, and I think there's still a lot of stuff with the COVID situation to figure out. The Jets getting like five of eight points with most of the first games coming on the road, I'd be happy with that. As October exits and we start to welcome in November, the Jets do have a little bit of a challenging schedule that's going to be very congested with a lot of road games. Winnipeg is going to get a home game against the Preds, which, yeah, that could be a tough out. We saw last uh, last year that the, the Preds were noticeably different and certainly more offensively inclined as the season started to wear on. They made a couple of roster changes, moved some guys in from their prospect ranks, I think they were a lot more well-rounded than previously, and so, you know, maybe this is a Preds team that's on the up-and-up, we'll see. I don't really believe in them as, like, a true contender, but I do think that they are a pretty decent squad overall. I think they'll be a tougher opponent than the Wild, and certainly one of the better teams that the Jets will face in their opening couple of games. The last week of October is going to have a lot of road games, and they're all against the Pacific Division, with the Ducks, the Kings, and the Sharks all lining up to take shots at the Jets. Now, I think this should be... At least maybe three out of six points. I would imagine Winnipeg could easily come away with four, five, or even six points. These teams are all very beatable, and maybe the Kings are the only one that's going to pressure the Jets into any sort of close shave, I would say, but I would still expect the Jets to have a pretty good run of form. This will lead into a a rather challenging November, which we'll talk about in just a moment. Before we go any further, though, I thought you should hear about why RockAuto.com should be the only place you buy your auto parts. Before we go any further, I thought you should hear about why rockauto.com is the best place to buy your auto parts. There are literally thousands and thousands of vehicles out there, and it's really hard for auto parts stores to keep up stocking parts, accoutrements, and everything in between. You might stand in line for 15, 20, maybe even 30 minutes waiting for your chance to buy the part that you need, and you find out they don't even have it in stock. If you want to save time and money, then just go to rockauto.com instead. They're a family-run business with over 20 years of experience in the automotive industry. Their easy-to-use intuitive website allows you to sort by make, year, and model of your vehicle, and then set a price range filter so you always get the parts that you need at the prices you want. Whether you need a new engine control module or a floor mat replacement, rockauto.com is sure to have what you need in stock. And best of all, you can save anywhere from 20, 30, even 50% off retail brick-and-mortar in-store pricing. So why shop anywhere else? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked in the how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. 
Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Are you someone who loves protein bars? Are you tired of all of your favorite protein bars tasting like ash and dirt? Maybe you're ready for a change. And as a fellow protein bar appreciator, I can tell you that Built Bar is your best alternative. It's the only protein bar that tastes more like a candy bar, with a 100% chocolate exterior and a soft, chewy interior. It comes in several delicious flavors like salted caramel, orange, cookies and cream, German chocolate, and so many other great flavors. Built Bar often releases very special limited edition, limited quantity flavors that once they're gone, they're gone for good. So stay tuned to their social media platforms and their website to make sure you never miss another flavor. As delicious as Built Bars are, they're even better for you, with most bars clocking in at around 130 to 180 calories, 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, and 17 to 18 grams of protein. Built Bars are perfect for every lifestyle, whether you're looking to maintain or lose weight. Placing your order couldn't be easier. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 at checkout for 15% off at Built.com. Place your order today for the best tasting protein bar on the market. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. We are giving some thoughts on Winnipeg's opening first slate of games as they get into this upcoming regular season next month. It is going to be a pretty crowded schedule. And the start of November is going to be a tougher one for Winnipeg. They do have, like, more home games to start the month, but all that said, it is going to be against some tougher opponents. The start of November, we'll see Dallas and Chicago both visiting the Jets, which, you know, these teams, I don't think that they're going to give Winnipeg too, too many fits, but Dallas is definitely not an easy walkover. We know that that team is pretty defensively sound. They're kind of like bizarro Minnesota Wild. And then Chicago is one of those teams that's really bad in a lot of areas, but for some reason is just capable of scoring a boatload of goals on you in very short order if, in fact, you know, one of their star players like Kane or Debrinkit shows up. When it comes to the Hawks, though, the Jets usually do handle business against them, and I'm hoping that that's the same case here. I think the Jets could easily get three or even four out of the uh, four points available from this stretch of games because, you know, their next opponent's not going to be as easy. They're then going to have to welcome the Islanders, Blues, Sharks, and Kings for a fun little four-game set that might honestly see Winnipeg only getting half the available points. I think it's going to be a tough out against the Islanders and Blues especially, with the Islanders being a team that, you know, Winnipeg doesn't really see very often, and we know that Barry Trotz loves to sort of park the bus and keep things very defensively tight, with, uh, you know, some really talented goal scoring up front, you know, from guys like Matthew Barzal. Brock Nelson and Anders Lee, it's not going to be an easy out, and I think this is one of those teams that's going to give the Jets a little bit of a trouble. After that, the Jets then get to welcome the Blues in, which, you know, the Blues are, yeah, I don't know how I feel about them. They can be a competent team, and I think that there is, there's certainly potential for them to give the Jets a few fits. Defensively, this team, again, doesn't really concede a ton, but honestly, I'm not really sure what their forward lineup is going to look like next season. It's going to be a weird one. They're going to have a couple of players who are certainly absent. I don't think Tarasenko will really be playing much. Um, and of course, they, they have lost a couple of guys to free agency. But we'll see. I mean, this team is, is not too far removed from a cup win, and they're still pretty competent, certainly good enough to make the playoffs. I think that they're a shoe-in for at least one of the upper spots in the Central Division. And every time the Jets play them, it's always a very close affair. So who knows how that game is going to end. I bet you at least three points are going to be had between both teams because, let's be honest, it always seems to go to overtime or a shootout. After that, the Jets have a uh, bit of an interesting one. They get the Oilers twice in a couple of games. A classic home-and-home trip, which we all love. I'm sure everyone wants to see the Jets pound the Oilers twice. Um, Anytime the Jets can beat Edmonton is always a good time. Don't really think it makes much of a difference in the grand scheme of things, but at least it makes us feel good. Closing out November, we have a fun slate of games. We've got Vancouver, then Pittsburgh, Columbus, Minnesota again, the Calgary Flames, and finally the Arizona Coyotes. 
this is a pretty congested stretch. The Jets mostly have uh, away games here, which is going to be fun. They're going to have to travel uh, to the U.S. and then back to Canada at least a couple of times. I think Winnipeg more than likely is actually going to drop quite a few points here. This is a tough road stretch, and I feel like having to beat Pittsburgh, uh, Minnesota, maybe even the Blue Jackets, it's not going to be easy. I know Columbus is not particularly good, but this is a road game, and after having faced the Penguins just a couple of nights before, it's going to be a tough outing for the Jets. But I I feel like after all is said and done for the first, I would say, month and a half or so, I think the Jets are probably going to be somewhere between like third and fourth in the division. I feel like Winnipeg has a chance to at least have a decent start. They're going to need to because I think the Central Division is going to have like a really dense mass of teams that are either sort of average or at least above average, and Winnipeg is going to have to keep pace early in order to start setting themselves up for at least a pretty decent run down the stretch. Manage your first opening weeks well, try and get through those uh, rough early struggles, get Dylan and Schmidt acclimated to Winnipeg life, and see how the Jets go from there. They then get to play uh, the Kraken later in December, which should be fun, but after that, you know, the rest of the schedule... We'll talk about on tomorrow's schedule. We'll go through December and maybe a look at January. I don't want to project too much um, further than that just because I feel like at some point it becomes very abstract and who knows how these teams are going to look after maybe two to three months. For tonight's show, though, that is going to do it. Before you log off, don't forget to check out our Locked on Bets podcast. Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your favorite media. And as always, thanks for listening, have a great night, and go Jets go!